So today's daf is daf ayin aleph, page seventy one. We pick up two lines from the bottom of ayin amadei seventy b. All right, that's where we left off, and Bez Hashem will get through today's daf. And there's a new sugya that start on the very last line of today's daf. So we'll we'll go all the way down to the bottom line of today's daf. So here we go. Two lines to the bottom of Ayin Amud Beis. On the Mishnah, on 70A, on Ayin Amud Aleph, went through the different Tvilos, the different goings to the Mikvah, and the changing of garments, along with the Kiddush Yadayim Raglayim, the, you know, the washing of the, of the hands and the feet of the Kayin. Now within that process, within that process, the Mishnah told us like this, very important to remember the order of the Mishnah list. So we'll say it outside. I'm going to quote the Mishnah outside. Okay, the Mishnah on on Ayin The Mishnah said that if the Kohen Gadol was reading the Torah with his white linen garments, he does Kiddush Shadayim Veraglayim when he's finished reading. Then he takes off his clothes. He goes to the he goes to the mikvah. Comes out of the mikvah, dries himself off. Now until now he was wearing the white garments. Okay, now he's going to be putting on the golden garments and he he gets dressed he washes his hands and feet again and then he goes and he is makriv the rams along with the seven sheep okay he's makriv the rams along with the seven sheep very important to remember when did he do this after reading the Torah and changing out of garments what is he doing he's being makriv the rams now, when the Mishnah continues, the Mishnah is going to say, it seems to be what happened after that. Um, what happened afterwards was, Kiddush Yadav Veraglav, he washed his hands and feet again, and then he takes off his clothes, he goes to the mikvah, comes out, dries himself off, he brings in the white clothing again, he washes his hands and feet, and he goes into the Kiddush HaKadoshim, to remove the previous coals and the left the kataris. Okay, now according to this Mishnah, what came first in order? The rams are spoken about first, and then we say he did the whole right change back in, and he removes the pants. Let's see if this actually was the order. Says the Gemara. Why is he coming to the Ayhal Mayit? Why is he coming to the Kaidish? What does that mean? It seems that he's already done the Avaida. Why is he coming? You know why he's going back in, even though he did the Kataris? To take out the, the stuff that he left, get back his utensils. Says the Gemara, top of today's daf. Shakola Parsha Kula Namrala Seder, really the entire Parsha in the Torah of how the Avodah was done in Kippur is written in proper order. Chutzmi Pasuk except for this Pasuk. Okay? The Pasuk concerning um, the going back in to take out the pants. My timer, why do you got to say that the Pasuk talking about going to get back the, the, the pants that are already used back out? How do you know it's out of order? We have a lachlam that the kain gadol went to the mikvah five times and did kiddush daim v'raglayim ten times on your kippur. If you're going to say that the whole Torah was done in proper order, we already had the cheshbon, we had the whole back and forth, and it's going to come out. You're not going to end up washing again because you're wearing. He's already wearing the same white 
garments. Okay, so So the, the whole proof that it's out of order is because there's a tradition that he went to the mikvah five times, he should have got him ten times, and if it would be in order, it's going to come out, he's doing less tefillos and less kiddush ha'am so it must be that it's out of order. Maybe the Kain Gadol is doing the Sa'ir of the Musaf. Excuse me. It seems that he's going immediately out to take care of his ram and the ram of the people. Okay? So that is one assumption that the Psukim in the Torah are out of order in this particular place. Otherwise, the whole tradition of how many tvilos and how many washings your hands and feet is going to be wrong. Okay. Says the Gemara. Rav Amar. Rav says, I'll tell you another reason why it's not possible that the whole thing is in proper order. Amar Kro Pasha has big day habot. It says in the Torah that Aaron removes his big day habot. The garments made out of linen. Shein Tamalei says he removed the garments made out of linen that he was wearing. Why do you got to say that he was wearing? You can only remove things from your body if you're wearing it. Is there anybody who removes something that they're not wearing? So why does it say Asher Lavash? What's the Chiddush in those words? It answers the Gemara. It means It means that he's. This is the second time he wore. It, he already wore it once. And therefore, it must be that there was some sort of avayda in between, which made him change back into his golden garments, and now he needs to go back into his white garments to remove the pans and the uh, and the spoon and the ladle. Maybe the kain gadol is mafsik the avayda with the soyer hanasa bachutz. How do you know that he's being mafsik? With the rams, uh, uh, it says It says he goes out and he does his ayla and ayla of the people, which seems to imply that he does this all initially. Okay, says the Gemara. Now that we establish only one place where the Pesukim and the Torah list the avoda out of order, we're going to question if that's the only place. Is it really true that everywhere else the whole avoda is written in proper order? But it says in the Torah, and the chaylev, the forbidden fats of the chatos, what do you do with it? Your makravit on them is bayach vadar. And then it says, he takes the bull and the goat and he starts burning the parts. And then we learn from the Mishnah, If you're watching the Kain Gadol reading, it's impossible to be in two dance at two chasas at one time, right? It's impossible to see the par and soyer that are burnt, because they happen at the same time. But it seems the Emure Chatos could be seen because it's happening later on. So there's another example of something that's out of order. It says, once you get to the Pasuk concerning the removing of the coals and ashes, from there on forth, granted it's not the only place out of order, but from there on forth, don't assume that the rest of Pesukim are in order. Why do you got to say that, uh, say the Pesukim are out of order? Maybe the Mishnah is a mistake. Yeah? Maybe the Mishnah is a mistake. Why do you got to say it's out of order? Maybe talk everything is in order. Um, Rabbi, no, to change it. Um, Rabbi, to, to be concerning different carbonates. Rabbi says, um, 
the one who sends Lazazel, the one who burns them, Mamish just like the Mishaleach. We're dealing with who did, what does he push off the cliff? An animal that was brought earlier to the cliff, So too, when it comes to the burning of the par and the sire, of the uh, the leftover parts, we're saying take the parts of the animal that we already spoke about earlier. Says the Gemara, no, that's not a healthy drasha. Adrabim, we could say the opposite. Ma sirif tahashta, maybe just like when we're talking to burning, we're talking about one who burns that which is happening now after everything else was marked on the mizbeach. Afa mishaleach tahashta. So too by the sire lazazel, we're talking about hashta that you got to do it now and you're not allowed to push it off the cliff until the entire avoda of the inner chatos is done. So the Gemara says, nah, no, it would be a mistake because when it says and one who sends, that, that seems to imply that the, the one who sends what? Something that we, pro, that we spoke about previously. And therefore, since the Torah um, does not say, and then go ahead and send the lazazel, it's got to be that what's, what we're discussing here actually happened in earlier psukim, and it's out of order. Rava Amar, Rava says uh, another proof that uh, the Sar Lazazel, even though it's later in the Psukim, was still pushed off the cliff before the burning of the parts of the bull and the goat. Because Amar Kra Yomar Chai, it says the Sar Lazazel should be stood alive. Until when does the goat need to remain alive? Adshas Kapara. Until the time of atonement, when has the atonement gotten from the bull and the goat? matan domim From the time that the blood is sprinkled, and any time after that, you do not need it to be alive if it was pushed off the cliff, even if it's a different order of the psukim. I call the seder. It's okay because the pasuk tells us that the rest does not need to be in order. Okay. Says the Gemara. And this is going to get a little easier from here until the Mishnah on Amud base. Fascinating Gemara. Here we go. Osi Mishaleach. The one who brought the Sar Lazazel to the cliff. We said, what did he do for the rest of Yom Kippur? So he, he rested there. Right? He remained there. Now he comes back. Comes back later on. When? Matzah Yom Kippur. You find him if the Kain Gadol sees him in the marketplace. He's got to tell him, Kain Gadol, job, job done. Let's say he sees the Kain Gadol, knocks on his door, the Kain Gadol's home. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, meaning, you know, I promise by Hashem's name that we have fulfilled what our avoda was. Okay? Now, um, the question is, why is he not talking about this in the street? Okay? Why is he not talking about this in the street? Why is he only mentioning this when he is home? So, the, so Rashi says, it was done out of covet for the Kain Gadol. If he met the Kain Gadol in public, he made it seem like this was the Kain Gadol's idea. He says, we listen to you. If he sees him at home, so he doesn't need to publicly give him covet. So he says, we did what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted us to do. Amar Rabbah, Kimafter Yabana Mahadi Papadisa, the Rabbana would leave each other in Papadisa when they'd say goodbye. Amri Yachi, they would say, 
Says David Amalekh, he's asking Hadish Baruch Hu, Klaisor should live in a place where their sustenance is taken care of in a very easy way. Therefore, they could have more time to focus on their relationship with Hadish Baruch. Long days and years of life of Shalom, Yisifullah will be added to you. What do you mean years of life? Just say years. Is there are there the years that are not alive? What does it mean? It means the years of that that a that a person has in this world should be changed from that which is bad to that which is good. Sometimes a person's got a more difficult younger part of their life, but we can turn things around. That's really the lachayim that we say to each other. Right? You say lachayim. L'chaim, you get better with age. Things should keep improving, like alcohol, right? Like, like wine, like schnapps. Otherwise, you might, why, you might as well say l'chaim on ice cream. Yeah, it's also good. And not everybody appreciates whiskey. That's why I say l'chaim on alcohol. Shot it, it gets better with age. And that's the brucha, yeah? To keep getting better. Even though we previously had difficult times. Aleichem ishim ekra. On you, ishim choshava men ekra. I will call out These are who are weak physically like women. Yet what they accomplish outside of their physical abilities are like the creme de la creme. Okay? Brachia says that's something to think about. Right. Person who has a taiva, Yiddish Tavs. Person who has a desire to put wine on top of his Take care of me, You want to do the Avaida? This is how you do it. You don't have a base of Mikdash. Fill up the with wine. Give him all, all sorts of good. Alright? The person sees that the Torah is not continuing in his children. He should marry a Bas Talmud Chacham. If the roots start to wither um, and the, uh, the trunk is no longer producing, you got to give it a little smell of good water. And all of a sudden, it will start to, uh, it'll start to bud. Okay? Basically, make sure that the women in the home are very grounded in Torah. At the end, he made a yomtiv. Basically, 
But they were following him, and as soon as they saw Shmaya Vavtai in the Tukadai Leadar, Shavkul Lididai, they said, Oh, okay. There's a bigger game in town. Shmaya Vavtai. Yeah? Instead of accompanying the Kain Godel, we're going to accompany Shmaya Vavtai. Masai, if also Shmaya Vavtai in the Fturi, we need the Kain Godel. Amar Lahem, Yesum Bene Amom in Lishalom. May the. They were famous converts. He says me the, you know, he's basically saying that he was upset. He's upset that you don't have any yichus and uh, you should go. You should go in peace. You're taking away all my kavan. Okay, basically, yichus is like a potato. The best part is in the ground. All right, when people get all excited about their lineage, yeah, you could do it, avada, but we don't want it that the best part is in the ground. The, av- the avada is to take one's yichus and and uh, keep it going and build even greater upon the the ability. Some people their yichus stops with them. They have great yichus. So what do they do? They walk out of the yichus. The yichus stops with them. Other people the yichus starts with them. That's the Shmai and Avtalian. We're pointing out. To this Kain Gogol who was upset. Period. Ended that Gemara. We're now up to the Mishnah. About 12 lines down on Ayan Aleph on the base 71b. Zok the Mishnah. We now have a shift in conversation and topic. We're going to talk about what the Kain Gogol wore. Kain Gogol Meshamesh Bishmoyne Kalim, the head Yabarba. In general, the Kain Gogol would do the Avaida in Shmoyne Bagudim. Yeah, with eight garments, and a regular kayan would wear four. The kutanis. They'd wear a kutanis, right? Um, this was a long dress like uh, garment. Umichrasayim. Okay? And these are, we'll call them pants. Umitznefes. And the hat, the turban, the avnate, and the belt. That was a regular kain. Maisif loved kain gadol. He had the chayshin. He had the chayshin, right? The breastplate, the ephod, um, which uh, was also made of all different types of materials, gold and linen and, and wool, and it was worn on the front of the kain. Umeil. And the ma'il, the robe, the tzitz, and the tzitz that we learned about, right? The golden plate that went on his forehead. The elu on the bur of the tumen. And when the kaingadah was wearing the shmaina bagudim, this is how he would ask the urim the tumim that was on the chayshin for advice. Um, and he would only ask the urim the tumim for advice if the king had a question. So the Urvatum was only able to be requested to get information when it was done on behalf of somebody who works for the public or on behalf of a public need. Here we go. Tanrabhan the rabbis don't so sweet shesh. Whenever the Torah uses the word shesh, okay, over here shesh, we're not referring to six, we're referring to linen. Chutan kafel shisha. It means it needs to be six times the of threads. Moshzar, whenever you use the word Moshzar, it means Shmaina. You got to have eight, you know, eight uh, threads. 
Me'il, by the Me'il, it was Shnei Masar, 12 different threads, Parechas Asam Arba, the Parechas of the Kedush separating the Kedush HaKadoshim and the Hechel was 24. Chayishim Ve'ifad Asara Mushman, Esra Mushman. Chayishim Ve'ifad had 28. Chutan Kafal Shisha. We said that regular Sheish is 6. Minala. The Yomar Kura says in the Pasuk, Ve'asu Eshak Soines, Ve'asu Eshak Soines, Sheish. Ves Hamitznefes Sheish. Ves Pare Hamigvois Sheish. Ves Michnesei Habod Sheish. All these things. He uses the same word. What's that word? The word is Sheish. Okay? Now, over here, Sheish is referring to, we'll see. What does it mean? Okay? Ves Michnesei Habod Sheish. Moshzar. Okay? It needed to be uh, like uh, twisted together. Hamisha Kroiksidin. It says five times in the Pasuk Sheish. Why? Chadlegufei Dikitonaninu wants to tell us that needs to be made from linen. Vachadsha Yechutan Kopushisha. Vachadsha Yushizurim. It's got to be spun together. Vachadsha Sharbagadusha Nimar Behem Sheish. Vachadsha to tell us that. Um, that uh, to, the the chiyuv to use linen is even on other garments, even if it doesn't say sheish. The chad la'akev wants to teach us that it's ma'akev that if a garment's not made out of linen, it's not going to be a valid avoid. Okay. Now, says the Gemara, my mash with a high sheish kitonu. The word sheish usually means six, right? But we're saying sheish means linen. Says the Gemara, where do you get that from? Amar Gracie Rebbe Chanina the Amar Krab Bad. Tovar Oylam in Akarka Bad Bebad. What does Bad mean? Something that grows piece by piece from the ground, which is flax that's turned into linen. Says the Gemara, there's other things as well. Vema Amra, maybe Bad refers to Amra, which is wool from sheep. And also it could be separated in its strings. Amra, Mifatsla. That the wool itself doesn't, the wool separates by itself. Okay? Um, um, uh, however, flax doesn't. Not true, says the Gemara. Flax splits naturally as well. No, flax breaks up when you comb it. Okay? But wool on an animal will, even though it comes from one, one uh, we'll call it, uh, you know, uh, one root of hair, uh, it will naturally split up. And that's why that's called a bat. That's why we use the word bat. Okay, bat be bat. Ravina says, I'll prove to you from somewhere else that the word sheish refers to linen. Pare pishtim yu al-raisham. It says you should have linen hats on your head. Umichnesei pishtim and linen pants yu al-masnechim. Should be around your waist. Omar lay. So what do you see from here? You see that the, the hat and the pants go hand in hand. And uh, since over here it's telling us it's got to be made out of linen, you see that sheish and and uh, pishton and linen are the same thing. This was all because of Pasuk and Yecheskel. Yecheskel's a Navi. What they do before the Navi brought a source, what was the source before the Navi spoke? The Navi's not there from the beginning of time. Akutakasha. Says the Gemara, what do you mean? Well, I don't understand. What's bothering you? Yeah? 
What's bothering you that I don't have a strong source uh, before Yechezko? Ultameich, according to you, which was what we learned from Yechezko and Buzi and not Maisha. No one without a brismila uh, uh, is permitted to come into the base of Mikdash. Oh, who taught the halacha before Yechezgal? It was already known from our Sinai. And Yechezgal went, he established it as a Pasuk. So with Hachanami, so too over here, by the linen, Sheish, meaning linen, Gemara Gemirila. Yechesko came and established it inside of the Pesuk. Okay. So we said Sheish is six. Mashzar, whenever you use the word linen Mashzar, it means it's got to be eight strands that are, uh, that are uh, spun together. Where do you get this from? And you put it at the ends of the Me'il, the long... The long uh, rope. Remainai pomegranate. Okay. Moshzar, we know, only means that it's spun together. I know it's eight. The yellow Moshzar, Moshzar mi paraiches. And we learn out Moshzar, Moshzar from the paraiches, the curtain in the Kaidish. Malon Esrim Arba, Afkan, Esrim Arba, Tahaviko, Chad, Vachad, Tamni. Which means that each thread was. Uh, uh, Tamne was was made out of eight. I have a name with Michoish of Eifid. Malon Esrim Ushmaina. Avkan Esrim Ushmaina. Don't end over slide Namar by Zav. Mid over slide Namar by Zav. Lafuki Chosh Vevashemar Bem We prefer to learn out the Me'il, right? To the garments of the Karen Gadol, than, uh, than something where it doesn't use the word Zahav. Um, the, which is Lafuki, the Chosh of Eifid, Shemar Bem Zav. So you're no, wrong. Adarabah, just the opposite. Don't mega me begat. Maybe we should learn out one garment from another garment. A chayshin and ephod are worn, even though it's usually made out of different material, but it's worn. Lafuki parechas dayalu. And we should better learn it out clothing from clothing than learning out clothing from the uh, from the amount of threads on the curtain. So Mara says, Eladonimi avna, you're right. Rather, we, should, we learn out that mushzar um, is eight. Because of a zera shava, because of the avnate, the belt of the kain gadol, the donim begad, which which was made out of twenty four, that we know, the donim begad v'davash leinamar by zav, the begad v'davash leinamar by zav, will learn out a garment from a garment where no gold is mentioned. Ve'in donim davar she'ein by zav, mi davar she'yesh by zav. So we prefer to make the um, the zera shava from. And the amount of threads that are there from something that is more similar, which would be the 24 strands. Okay, so that's uh, another possible approach. And uh, finally, says the Gemara, um, actually, we'll do two more. Rav Mari Amar. Rav Mari says, Ta'asanu Ksiv. It says that you got to make the Chayshan Ta'asanu, which means Ta'asanu Lezeh Beloi Laacher. Only this is made like the Ephod, the Chayshan like the Ephod. But any other garment should not be like the ephod. It should not have 24 strands. Ravashi Amar, Ravashi says as well, Vasisaksiv says you should make it. Sheyu kola shavis. That means that all the, uh, the, the, the entire production has to be 
um, um, what's the word? Like, um, not matching. Matching. Maybe matching. There's a better word for it, though. It's got to be, it's got to be the same. Okay? Made out of the same exact stuff. And the same exact way. Vehechi nevar. And how would you make it? Navid klosa da asara, da asara Do you want me to make three threads out of ten? That's not 28, that's 30. Havalu tlosin. Navad, we know there's three and it's got to be divided. Namar tre, navid tre, the tisha. Shall we make two threads that are of nine each, which is 18? V'chad la'asara and one of ten. That can't work either, because then it's not all exact. You have nine, nine, ten. We need all three strings to be exact. Which means that it has to be divisible by three, and all the strands that are involved need to be of the same amount. And we will hold it here for today. And we will pick up with the next part of the Brai. So, so far we explained Sheish is six, Moshar is eight. And tomorrow we will uh, go on to the next halacha, which is that the me'il needed to be made out of 12 strands, and we'll get into the sources of that as well. Be'ez Hashem. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Tomorrow we're back at regular time, hopefully, um, at 7, 10 p.m. Have a wonderful evening, everybody.